What's going on? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Pei Hei, Daf 85 of Masech the Erevin. Um, Daf 85, for like the first Amud and a half, it talks about the sugya of um, can you be Oser, right? Adam Oser al Chaveru Derech Avir. The question of, you know, if you have two people who use an airspace, even though um, there technically shouldn't be anything wrong, um, you know, in terms of like, it doesn't, the space doesn't belong to both of them, but does the fact that they're able to throw something in there, is that going to make it unusable? It's a machlokas. Um, where to put your Eruv and your Shituf? So, right, so we get to a new Mishnah on, uh, on Daf Pei Heyom with Beis, and the subject of that Mishnah is, um, there shouldn't be any big Chidushim over there, but where you put your uh, Eruv and where you put your Shituf and Mivos. Chever, let's get started. All the way at the bottom of Daf Pei Dalur and Beis. I'm a Yudah, I'm a Shmuel. We're already on Daf Pei Heyom Aleph now. Borsha Ben Shtei if you have a pit between two chatseris, mufleges mikosel ze arboya, mikosel ze arboya, and it's four tfachim uh, away from each wall, we'll, we'll, we'll explain what this is in a second. Ze motzi ziz kolshu mamale, ze motzi ziz kolshu mamale. So what you do is you kind of jut out some little thing and then you can fill up the water. What the heck are we talking about? Okay, so if you have two chatseris, okay, now, each one is self-contained. They don't share any walls or anything like that, okay? So imagine you have an enclosed, right, a wall surrounding a chatzar. In that chatzar is one house, okay? Now imagine you have another, you know, copy, paste, right? You have another four walls surrounding another chatzar, and there's one house in that chatzar. Cool. In between the two chatzars, there's like some, I don't know, imagine some, place where the kids can play soccer or something, you know. Um, now, neither house opens into this sort of area in between the two chatzars. It's completely enclosed. Um, neither house opens into it. It's just kind of like, you know, a no man's land between the two chatzars. Um, and there is a pit. There, there, There's a well in there, a pit with water in there. Um, and it's four tfachim away from either side, from either wall. And the point being that it doesn't belong to either rishos. Right, it doesn't belong to either chatzar. So technically speaking, this water, right, this pit with the water doesn't belong to either house or either chatzar. And theoretically, they should be able to take like a rope with a pail at the end of it, chuck it from their window in their house over the wall of their chatzar into this no man's land. If they have good enough aim, it'll land in the pit, fill up a shtick of water, hop it back into your house, and uh, enjoy. So theoretically, that should work. But Shmuel says, so let's read it again inside. So I'm reviewed on Shmuel. Borsha ben chatseris, if you have a pit that's between two chatseris, mufleges mikosel zarbaya, mikosel zarbaya, and it's four tfachim away, meaning it, um, it, it's, let's say, in the middle of this no man's land area. Uh, well, like in the middle of this, I don't even know how to describe it, but like this enclosed area between the chatseris, um, and it's four tfachim away from each of its nearest, of the closest walls. Um, so what they could do is each chatzar, they can kind of stick out some kind of ziz, some kind of protrusion from the wall, some kind of thing jutting out of the wall, um, and then they can fill up the water. And the point of this thing jutting out of the water is not really for any halachic, like you don't need it 
Me'ikaradin. The point is that we just want it to be a heker. We just want it to be, uh, you know, a remembrance of something that, you know, um, because we said that technically speaking, no, neither Chatzar has rights over this pit and therefore they should be able to use it. Um, however, just as a way to remind yourself so that in a situation where the two Chatzars do have um, rights over the pit where they wouldn't be allowed to use it, so we don't want you to confuse it, so therefore we make some kind of reminder, some kind of sign by making something jutting out of the wall. Okay, and then you can fill up your water. Now, Rav Yehuda himself, right, this was Rav Yehuda quoting Shmuel, but Rav Yehuda quoting himself said that um, it doesn't actually have to be like a thing jutting out of the wall, it can even just be a reed, something something pretty um, minor. Amalei Abayler of Yosef said Abayi to Rav Yosef, Ahad Rav Yehuda de Shmuelhi. So it says Abaye, so now Abaye didn't hear Rav Yehuda the first part, right? He didn't hear that Rav Yehuda had quoted Shmuel as saying, you know, this thing with uh, these two chatzars and, and the Ziz Kolshu. He had only heard Rav, the, right, Rav Yehuda's own opinion, which is that you need a reed. So now Abaye was saying to Rav Yosef that Rav Yehuda's opinion was in line with his Rebbe Shmuel as opposed to with his Rebbe Rav. The Eid Rav, Ha'amr ein Adam Oser al Chavero derech Avir. Because so Rav Yehuda's got to be quoting Shmuel because he can't be quoting Rav because Rav holds Ein Adam Oser al Chavero derech Avir. A person does not for you know prohibit upon his friend by way of the air. Meaning this is a situation of these two houses have access to this pit by way of the air by taking some you know a pail and chucking it through the air and you know scoring a basket by uh, getting the pale in the pit um, and Shmuel is saying nonetheless they they, 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 they they cannot use the pit unless they make some kind of a hacker Rav wouldn't say such a thing Rav says a person doesn't prohibit upon him upon his friend by way of the air and therefore if the only way to access his pit is by taking a you know pail and chucking it through the air to get into this pit that's not going to be a problem you wouldn't actually have to make any kind of a ziz or a reed or anything and now, since um, Abai didn't hear Rav Yudah say in the name of Shmuel, um, so then what teaching of Shmuel do we know to infer from there that Rav, Yudah be, that Rav Yehuda would be saying like that teaching of Shmuel? So, if it's from the sugya, that very, very complicated sugya from yesterday, um, that Rav Nachman said in the name of Shmuel that Gaga that if you have a roof that is close to Shusarabim, so in order to be able to carry on that roof, um, you would need a um, a permanent ladder between that roof and the um, apartment above it to show that the roof is 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 connected to the apartment and not to Shusarabim. Right, and so what the Gemara wants to uh, try to argue is that that the only way that the Rishus Harabim people would be able to access the roof is by way of the air, it's by way of the Avir, by like having to chuck something on top of it. And and we're still saying, and we're saying that unless there's a, a permanent ladder there to show, to demonstrate that the roof is connected to the uh, um, apartment above it and not to the Rishus Harabim, then I might think that it is connected to the Rishus Aram, even though the access is only by way of the air, by way of the Avir, by having to throw something on there. So there, so that would be a proof that Shmuel holds that Adam Oser Al-Chaver Derech Avir. But the Gemara answers, that's not a good proof because maybe it's like what Papa said, which is that, you know, with, with hats and handkerchiefs and handkerchiefs, things that are very light and things that would be, a, you know, easy to just kind of place on top of there. Um, 
maybe that is why the, that is the Havamina to say that it should be also because of Rishus Rabbim, and that's why you need the Sulam Kavua, but it, not necessarily any proof about um, like throwing something by way of the air. So Elameha. So rather, it must be that uh, Rav Yudah is holding like the following statement of Shmuel: Zemotzis is koshu memale, vezemotzis is koshu memale. That um, that Shmuel says in the case that we just said that when you have this pit in the in between these two chotzers, so each per each house would have to have some kind of um, a a thing jutting out of the wall in order to enable them to fill up because they would be oser on each other otherwise. The reason is because he made the um, this thing jutting out of the wall, and that is why he could fill up the water. Otherwise, he would be oser on they would be oser on each other. And Rabbi Yehuda is coming to explain that even though Shmuel mentions something jutting out of the wall, the truth is, says Rabbi Yehuda, all you even need is is really a um, some kind of reed, something pretty in, unsubstantial. Vidirav mehecha. Okay. So now that we've shown how where Shmuel holds, where we can see that Shmuel holds that Adam Oser Achaver Derech Avir, where do we see that Rav holds Ain Adam Oser Achaver Derech Avir? So Udrav Mehecha Ilem Meha. If we say from the following, Shteguzuz Teroz Olamayle Mizo, also a uh, uh, um, a a a um, situation from that we had yesterday, that if you have these two balconies, one above the other, not directly above the other. But close to one another, you know, kind of uh, near each other horizontally, but um, above one another vertically. So asum yona. So if the upper balcony made uh, a wall around it and also like a hole in the floor, so that he can lower his bucket into the water that is beneath the balconies. Below asum tachtona, but the lower balcony doesn't have any kind of wall or hole in the floor to draw his own water. And the only way that he could draw his water is if he takes a pail that's attached to a rope, chucks it up to the higher um, balcony, over the wall, through the hole, score, and then it falls into the water and he gets his, uh, you know, fill up his bucket. So shtein asuris, so both of them are asuris. Achi Ivo until they make an Arab. They would have to make an Arab, and if they don't make an Arab, then they're both Asr. Okay. Vamra Funa, and it says Rafuna, Amarab, the name of Rab. Loshanu Elabismucha. That when we say that they are Asr and they would have to make that they're Osr on one another and they would have to make an Arab. That is only Bismucha when they are close to each other. But if they are more than fourth Fahim away from each other horizontally. Well, then, um, the upper one would be permitted and the lower one would be forbidden. And we want to say that once already the, um, once already there is a distance between the two balconies of more than fourth fachim horizontally, well, then the issue would no longer be about lazeb izrika of lazeb right? Meaning the reason why we say that, um, both of them are usher because we had that machlokas between Rav and Shmuel. Uh, was it yesterday? Well, yesterday and the day before. Um, that when you have Lazet Bishilshul, Lazet Bizrika, so Rav says that they're both Asr, Shmuel says the one that, that's uh, Bishilshul is Mutter. So now here we're saying that when they're close by, so if they're within Fort Fahim horizontally of each other, well, then um, that's when we'll say that Lazet Bizrika, i.e., the lower one's going to have to chuck the pail up. And Laza Bishilshul, that the higher one just 
uh, drops the, the bucket lower. So both of them are also. However, if they're more than four tfachim, uh, away from each other horizontally, well then it's no longer an issue of laza bishilshuvla bizrika. We only take into account the distance between them. And so basically that they're sharing airspace, right? That, um, that he's going to have to throw something through airspace and to get to the other balcony. And then we'll employ the theory of Ein Adam Oser Achavero Derech Avir, and therefore it would be, um, you know, the fact that the lower balcony is going to chuck something onto the upper balcony doesn't create an issue for the upper balcony, and in that case it's going to be mutter. So there's our proof that Ein Adam Oser Achavero Derech Avir. But the Gemara answers Dilma Shiny Hacha. No, maybe this is different. That once already, in addition to having this Zorik and Shilshul, now when it's more than four Tfachim away from each other, there's even another dimension, which is that the lower balcony, not only does he have to chuck something up to the balcony, he also now has to travel, traverse the distance. Well, in that case, it's too much of a stretch. It's obviously more convenient at this point for the upper balcony to just drop the bucket through the floor in his balcony and draw water, and therefore it's going to be mutter for him, it's going to be also for the lower guy. Right? They came to Lazeb that since the lower balcony has to really throw this bucket Across the, uh, you know, up to the, uh, up to the upper balcony and across a distance and then lower it down through the, through the floor. Whereas the guy in the upper balcony, he literally just has to take a bucket and drop it through the floor. So then, kilaza bezrika velaza bepesach dami. So it's essentially at this point a situation of laza bezrika velaza bepesach kilu. It's inconvenient for the lower balcony and it's convenient for the upper balcony. So that's why it is permitted, but it wouldn't teach us anything about, um, so Elameha, rather it's from the following case. If you have um, two houses also in their own chatzers, right? So you have a chatzer with a house in it, another chatzer with a house in it. Then in between these two chatzers, there are three kind of dilapidated lots, okay? So... So, um, the first, so, 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 again, so there, there are two chutzers. In between the two chutzers are these three dilapidated, dilapidated lots. So the, each one of the two chutzers could chuck something out of their window into the, into the lot that's closest to them. Then, but don't throw anything into the middle one. Okay, fine. We're going to have to explain what that means in a second. But what we want to argue for now is that the fact that each uh, ha- each homeowner in their respective chatzers would be able to chuck something into the chatzer that's closest to them. And we don't say that, well, since the fact that technically speaking, the other chatzer would be able to throw something across all three and have it land in, 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 in the one that's closest to the first guy. Right. I mean, even though you could take something and throw it across all three chutzers, we, we say that don't worry, that doesn't make any issues. So we see, Ein Adam Osa Chavero Derech Avir. Yosef Rabbrona Vakamila Shmaita. Rabbrona was sitting and he was saying over this teaching, Amali Rabbalazar, Bar Beirav Amrav Hachi. So Rabbalazar says to Rabbrona, Yeshiva student, did Rav really say this? Now we had a, a, um, a similar situation on Daf Ayindalaramalaf with Shmuel. There was a situation with Shmuel and also Rabrona was teaching a teaching of Shmuel. Rabalaza said, Did Shmuel really say this? Show me where he lives, right? So Amalay in, so Rabrona says, Yes, Rab said this, Ahvili Ushpize. So uh Rabalaza says to Rabrona, show me where Rav lives, Ahvile, showed him where Rav lives. Also the Kamidirav, 
Rabbi Lazar came before Rav Amrle and he said to Rav, Amr Mahachi, did you really say this? That when you have these three chatzars and you chuck something, you know, you're allowed to throw something into the first one, even though technically speaking the other chatzar opposite, it could also reach that chatzar. Um, so the point being that Einan the Moser Al Khaver Der Khavir, Amr in he says, Yeah, I said this. One second. Um, Rav, aren't you the one who says that um, when you have a situation that when it's inconvenient for, for both of these people, however, for one person it's a little bit easier, right? Meaning, right? Shmuel's opinion is that the, the guy that has shilshul, so then it's easier for him, so therefore, so therefore, it's mutter for him. Rob says, no, even though it's easier, it's still usher. So now here also, it's easier for the guy in one of the houses to throw something into the dilapidated lot that's closest to him, but it's still possible for the other person to throw something into that dilapidated lot. So it should be a situation of and it should be usher. So... So Amalei Misavah Dekaimei Kishura Lo Dekaimei Kechatsuva. So he says, no, it's not talking about... Oh, I'm sorry. There was also one more piece that I forgot to mention. Is that um, that um, Rav had said that that middle lot is 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 usher, right? That that they're allowed, each house is allowed to throw into the lot that's closest to them, but they can't throw into the lot that in the middle. So Rav uh, Rav Elazar was assuming that Rav was holding that way because Adam Oser Al right? The fact that they would that the middle lot is 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 Oser for both of them is because well they're going to make it Oser on one another from the fact that they could throw it into the middle, but they could both throw it into the middle lot. To which Rav Elazar says, well, if they could, if they're Oser Al Chaver Al Yitzchaver Derech Avir. Well then, why should it be permitted then to throw something into the lot that's permitted to them? Because after all, shouldn't that just also be a situation? They should be also chaver derech avir, and you know, from the fact that maybe it's easier for the guy who's closer, but that shouldn't matter because after all, Rav, you say that laza bezrikov laza b'shilshul shnei masurin. So Rav answers by saying, "Yeah, but the way that we've been understanding the um, architecture of these three uh, dilapidated ruins is uh, incorrect." It's not that there were three, it's not like there were these two chutzers, and then in between the two chutzers, there was like dilapidated lot number one, dilapidated lot number two, dilapidated lot number three. No, it's not like that where they were like next to each other. Rather, there was like two of them and one behind Kaze. Almost imagine if you have like um, three rectangles, right? Let's say they are, um, I don't know, one foot by two feet, okay? Um, each rectangle is one foot by two feet. And imagine you take two of these rectangles and you put them next to each other, right? And then... Um, you take the third one and you put it un- underneath them. I don't know if that helps. So then you, ugh, that probably doesn't help. But I, 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 well, what do you want me to tell you? Uh, how do you, how do I even explain this? I don't know. I don't know. Look at my book, maybe. So my book's kind of like a rectangle. So imagine there's like a rectangle here and a rectangle here and then a rectangle underneath. Kaze, if you're watching the video. But basically the point is that, um, so the, 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 the bottom part that's like long, so then both of them are, both houses would be able to throw something into that bottom part. And because both of them can use it, well, then it's like, uh, and that's, and, and they can't use that. And that's the middle one that they're not allowed to throw into, the part that's shared. However, the, what, the two chutzers, well, that would be allowed because Rav, uh, after all holds, and the fact that that each uh, house could throw into the other one isn't is it doesn't make a big isn't a problem and therefore um, you could throw into the 
um, dilapidated lot that's next to you, even though the other person could technically throw into it. Or Papa says to Rava, Le Dimi. So let's say that Shmuel, who says that Adam Osa Chavero Derech Avir, doesn't hold of Rav Dimi. What does Rav Dimi say? The Chiyasa Rav Dimi, Amr Rav Yochanan, that when Rav Dimi came, he said the name of Rav Yochanan, Malkum Shem Udalad Adalad, Mutur Livnei Rishusayam, Livnei Rishusayach, the Chatif Olav. That a, if you have a pillar, it's 10 Tvachim tall, but it's not 4 Tvachim wide. So, um, since it's not, or it doesn't, does it say that it's 10 Tvachim tall? No, it doesn't, because I don't think ten tefachim really matters. The point is that it's not four tefachim by four tefachim, so therefore it's a makom p'tur. So it's mutter for both people in Rishus Arabim and Rishus Ayachid to put stuff on it. As long as they don't use that as a hack, as a loophole to take things from Rishus Ayachid to Rishus Arabim, that would be a problem. So we see that since there's no dal dal, then it's basically just like you know of here. It's just like air. And Rav Dimi saying the name Rav Yochanan that you'd be allowed to just use it. Without having to make any kind of, you know, without making like a ziz kolshu or something. So let's say that Shmuel, who says that when you have an issue of like a shared airspace, you would have to make some kind of a ziz. So let's say he doesn't hold like Rabbi Yochanan. So the Gemara answers, no, Shmuel can hold like, like Rabbi Yochanan. Um, Rabbi Yochanan is talking about Rishuyos de Oraisa. Uh, whereas, the Ziz Kolshu was talking about two different Chatzars, which Meikar, the Midar Raisa, the Rishus Hayachid, there shouldn't be a problem, it's just a Kasha of Erevin, which is Midar Abonan. So, so the Chacham also Chizik Ledevayim Yosem Mishal Torah. That after all, the Chachamim had to make Chizik Ledevayim Yosem Mishal Torah, um, just to make sure that people aren't going to take it lightly. So therefore, yes, when it comes to Rishios de Oraisa, we can actually be more Meikil and say that, um, since it's, uh, not Dalad Adalad, it's Makom Ptur, and both of the people in Rishos Arab and Rishos Ayachid could put stuff on it. However, this area between these two Chatzars, which is a, which is, um, a, 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 a um, um, decree, so then, right, to say that, you know, when it comes to Chatzaris and shared space, so then we want to make a Ziz to remind you, um, that in this particular space is permitted because the, you no, know, there's this pit and it's more than four tefachim away from each wall. But, um, be careful when it's a shared space. let's go weiter. Does Rav really say that Ein Adam Osa but it was stated If you have a fellow and he owns two homes and those two, two homes are on opposite sides of Rishus Harabim, Rav Barufuna Amar Rav says Rav Barufuna in the name of Rav Azur Lizok Mizelazeh, you would be forbidden from throwing. Uh, right, this fellow who owns both houses is unable to throw something from his window in one house across the Rishus Harabim and through the window in another house. Shmuel says you'd be allowed to throw it from one window to the other. So that doesn't that imply that Rav is saying that Adam um, that even though it's passing through the air, it's still going to be a problem. So so we said yeah, but that's specifically talking about where the windows aren't um, level, right? One's higher, one's lower. That we're concerned that maybe um, if he's throwing it from the lower window to the upper window, maybe he's going to miss and the thing's going to fall into Rishus Arabim and he might end up carrying in Rishus Arabim. So that is why it's not allowed. But in terms of what would Rav's opinion be about, you know, Adam Osa Chaver Derech Avir? No, he's not Osa Chaver Derech Avir. So somebody puts an Eruv Chatseris. In, oh, I wrote down these things. In a gatehouse, a portico, or a gallery. 
basically it's some place where people don't live. Let's say you have like a guardhouse. Let's say in the Chatzar, there's like this guardhouse with a person, I don't know, maybe they have a guard by the Chatzar. And, you know, when the person's standing guard, he's in the house, but nobody lives in that house. So if you put the Erev Chatzaris in that house, ain't no Erev. It's not a good Erev. Because as Rashi explains later uh, towards the bottom of the page, right? And as we've seen before, the whole point of Erev is that everyone's living together in one house. And nobody lives in that guard house, meaning it has to be, you put uh, the Erev in somebody's house. And then it's like everyone's spending Shabbos together in that house. That's not really relevant when we're talking about a gatehouse. And therefore, um, if you put an Erev in a gatehouse, it doesn't work. And also, it works both ways, right? So let's say you have this guard house and the guard doesn't contribute to the Erev of the Chatzar. That's no problem. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't have to. Besatevin, a house where you have the um, straw, Besakev, a bucker, or the stables, Besaetzim, or a place where you keep wood, Besaotsaris, or some kind of storage house. Areza, Erev, that would be an Erev, Vadarsham Oser, and if somebody lives in one of those, well then, um, he would have to contribute to the Erev, and if he doesn't, then nobody can carry. Rabbi Yudah Omer says, Rabbi Yudah, Im Yeshem Tfisas Yad, Shobalabais, Eno Oser, if, um, however, Let's say it's like a, um, um, I don't know, a stable that somebody's living in, but he doesn't own it. There's the, there's the owner of the, of an, of the property that owns the stable. And if he has stuff that he keeps there, well, then it's still considered like it belongs to the Balabais and therefore nobody needs to contribute to the Arab from that stable. Says the Gemara, Amr of Yudabrede of Shmuel Bashilas, Komakum Sha'amu Chachamim. Hadarsham eno oser that any place where the chacham said that if you have a, that if somebody lives there he doesn't have to contribute to the eruv such as this gatehouse. Um, well, if you put the eruv in that gatehouse, well then um, it's not going to work as an eruv because the eruv needs to be in an actual house. The exception being a gatehouse of uh, of a yachid. What does that mean of an individual? So if you have like a um, uh, uh, a chotzer, if you have a chotzer. Um, uh, and in the Chatzar there is one house and that house is a gatehouse so obviously they don't need to make an Eruv for themselves because they own the whole thing but what if they wanted to join um, with an adjacent Chatzar and make an Eruv together and then they want to put the Eruv in that gatehouse that would be fine even though nobody lives there and any place where the Chacham said that you're not allowed to put an Eruv i.e. In, in a Chatzar Right, an Erev needs to be in a house. You can't just leave it out in your chotzer. Manichim bo shituf. Nonetheless, you'd be allowed to put a shituf and mivos there, right? Because shituf and mivos goes in a a a a chotzer, and an Eruv echatzeres goes in a house. Chutz me avir mavui. The exception being a um, the mavui itself, right? You don't put the you don't put the shituf and mivos in the mavui. You put the shituf and mivos in a chotzer. My Kamash Malon, what is Rav Yudah Breda of Shmuel Bashilas's Chiddush? Tanina, we learned in our Mishnah, Hanosan Esiruvu Esiruvu, Beves Shar Achsadjim Repasis, Enu Eruv. We said in our Mishnah that if somebody puts his Eruv in a, 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 a gatehouse or a portico or a gallery, Enu Eruv, it's not a good Eruv. Eruv Hudulohave, it's not a good Eruv, Hashitufave. But it would be a good, uh, shitu, it would be good for Shituf Mivos. So Beshar the Yachid, Vavar the Mavoy, it's Trichale, the Lotnan. So the Chiddush of Rav Yudah Breder of Shmuel Bashilas is that um, there was the Chiddush of the Beis Shai the Yachid, that when you have the Chatzar with only one house in there, and they want to join with another Chatzar, with an adjacent Chatzar, that they could put something in that gatehouse. That was, that was one Chiddush of uh, Rav Yudah Breder of Shmuel Bashilas. Another Chiddush was that, um, that, uh, you, that you don't put the Shituf in Mavos in the Mavoy. That was another Chiddush of his. So, so we did need 
Rav Yudah Bered Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas. Tanin Ami Achri We also learn in a price like this. And also in a Siruvo, somebody who puts the Eruv Chatseros Bebeis Sharech Sajim or Peses in a um, gatehouse, a portico or a gallery. Uve Chatser or in a Chatser. Uve Mavui or in a Mavui. Areza Eruv. It's a good Eruv, huh? Beatanan. We learn in a Mishnah. Einza Eruv. It's not a good Eruv. So Ein Areza Shituf. No, so I'll say it's a good shituf. If you put it in a chatzer, so then, or a beishar, it's a good shituf for shituf and mavos. Shituf b'mavoi, mi minter. But one second, it also said that you'd be allowed to put it in the mavoi. But you can't put it in a mavoi. It needs to be guarded. And in the mavoi, it's not guarded. Same of a chatzer shev mavoi. I'll say that you could put a, um, the, the shituf and mavos in, in, in a chatzer that's in a mavoi. Therefore, it's guarded. So, when it comes to eruve chatzeres, the main thing is that it needs to be in a house because everyone's living in the house. When it comes to shituf and mavos, the main thing is that it needs to be guarded. And as long as it's guarded, you can leave it there. The mavoi is, is essentially open to Rosh Hashanah, So, therefore, it's not guarded. So, you can't leave the shituf and mavos in the mavoi. But you can put it in a chatzer, right? The chatzer is self-contained. So, that would work. Or in the gatehouse, certainly would be fine. Amar Yudah, Amar Shmuel. So if you have a bunch of chevre and they were sitting around on Friday afternoon enjoying themselves, maybe at this, drinking a shtickle beer, maybe wine, eh, cheese, that sounds very nice already. What else maybe they had? Nuts. Maybe they had nuts. And they also had bread, the Misa, as we're going to see. So they were hanging out and, you know, enjoying the fine things of life. And the next thing they know, it's getting dark and it's Shabbos. It's going to be Shabbos. So so the bread that's on the table, they could say, okay, look, let's just use this bread for an Eruv Some say they can use it for a Shituf and Mavo. So Amar Rabbah says, Rabbah Vilopligi, and there's no issue over here. If they're in a house, well, then uh, it's going to be talking about Eruv Echatzeros. If they were hanging out in, outside in their Chatzer, then it's going to be talking about Shituf and Mavos. And says Abayi to his Rebbe Rabbah, we talk of a b'risa that supports you. What does the b'risa say? That you put the eruve chatzeris in a chatzer and you put the shituf and mavos in the mavoi. Huh? We ask, eruve chatzeris b'chatzer? What do you mean you put eruve chatzeris in a chatzer? But we said anybody who puts the eruv in a, a gatehouse, a portico, or a gallery, it's not a good Eruv. So, No, it, it means, um, if you put the Eruv um, Echatzeros in a house that's in a Chatzer, and you put the Shituf um, Mavos uh, in a Chatzer um, uh, that is in a Mavoi Chevre, that was the Pehe of Mesech the Eruv, and I hope you enjoyed it. The main sugya that we spent uh, a lot of time on for an Amud and a half was um, the sugya of Adam Osra Chaveru Derech Avir. Can, you know, if you have two people who have access to the same airspace, even though they're not necessarily sharing it as a, in terms of a chotzer, but they have access by way of the air, does that create a problem? Rav says, Ain Adam Osra Chaveru Derech Avir. No, it doesn't create a problem. Shmuel says, Yes, it does create a problem that Adam Osra Chaveru Derech Avir, um, that was their machlokas. And then, towards the end, we got into our new Mishnah, which talked about where to place the um, Eruv and the, sh- the Shituf. And basically, the idea is, um, you put the Eruve Chatseris in a house in the, in the Mavui, in, in the Chatser, in a place that um, if they did not join in the Eruv, then they would make it Aser on the other people. And the Shituf and Mavos, you put in a Chatser 
um, in the Mavoi or really any place that will be uh, guarded. Chevre, that was Daf Pehe. I hope you enjoyed. Peace.